it's so good. You know, it was beautiful out yesterday. You know, the sun was just shining, and this morning it was raining outside. And, but you know what? It just teaches us that Jesus got up. No matter what it looked like outside, he still got up. And you can get up, and you can go on with your life no matter what's going on around you. Amen? Can I hear an amen? Today's theme is one day can change your life. We even have t-shirts made. One day can change your life. One day. Lord, add the blessing to the preaching of your word, and we won't fail to praise you for it. And everyone shouted a great big amen. Do you know that many significant days have occurred in the history of humanity? Just think about American history, and you'll soon discover that one day can really make a difference. For instance, July the 4th, 1776, the course of American history was changed when 13 colonies declared their independence from British rule. One day can change anything. On December the 7th, 1941, Japanese planes bombed Pearl Harbor, marking a decisive day in international affairs. One day can change anything. On July the 20th, 1969, for the very first time in human history, a man walked on the moon by the name of Neil Armstrong. On September the 11th, 2001, several commercial airlines were hijacked by terrorists, resulting in the deaths of over 3,000 people in America. One day can change anything. All of us would agree that throughout history, and American history, and even Scripture, that one day can be significant in the life of a person, in a nation, in a country, in a providence. One day can change anything. But as I think this morning, I think about another day that has changed the course of human history. It's a day like no other day in history of mankind. We're talking about a day that gave hope to a dying, depraved humanity. We're talking about a day that changed the crucifixion from bad news to the good news of deliverance. I'm talking about a day that was long before September the 11th. A day that was long before July the 20th and December the 7th. As a matter of fact, this day that I'm talking about is a day that has triumphed all other days in human history. As a matter of fact, this day happened over 2,000 years ago. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a day over 2,000 years ago that a Jewish man by the name of Jesus the Christ was crucified by the Romans. He was put in a borrowed tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And on the third day, an angel descended, rolled back the stone, and said, He is not here. For he is risen. I'm talking about a day, talking about a day throughout 
the world today that 2.3 billion Christians acknowledge that Jesus is no longer dead, but he is alive forevermore. I, I, I'm so excited today because when Jesus ascended and when the Spirit descended on the church, there was only 120 followers. But over 2,000 years on this day, there's over 2.3 billion. Baby, we've made a comeback in 2,000 years. We've made a mark on human history. The world has to take notice today. They cannot ignore us. Uh, I mean, you, you can't ignore us. There's too many of us to ignore. Everywhere you go throughout the world, no matter what continent you may be on, no matter what church you may be attending, a cathedral, an underground church, a storefront church, a church like this, throughout the world, believers are reading the scriptures and they are celebrating the risen Savior called Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, we've made news today. We've made news. Just think about it. This day that happened over 2,000 years ago has changed the course of history. It has divided history between A.D. and B.C. That's why we're here today. You know, you're not here to see the Easter Bunny. You're not here to get an Easter basket, although I like baskets and I like chocolate and, and I even like donuts. <laughs> But I made a decision seven weeks ago to change my life, and I've lost 10 pounds, and hold on, hold on, and eight and a half inches off of my body. Ronnie has lost 31 pounds and 17 inches. I was getting tired of uh, breathing extra heavy when I tied my shoes, so <laughs> I decided that one day can change my life forever. Somebody say amen. Can I have some sympathy up here? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? One day can change your life. We're here today because we are here to commemorate and to celebrate the day that occurred over 2,000 years ago. It's what we call Easter. It's Resurrection Day. It's a day to rejoice. It's not a day of gloom and despair. It's a day of rejoicing. Christ's point, rejoice. For he has defeated death, hell, and the grave. Rejoice. He's conquered death. Rejoice. He's broken the back of sin. Rejoice. He has bruised the head of the serpent. Rejoice! He has delivered us from the evil one. Rejoice! He has crushed the head of shame and guilt. Rejoice! We stand in his presence justified because of his atoning power. It's Easter. There's an old song that we used to sing growing up when I was a little boy and that old Pentecostal 
church over the hill. Every Easter we used to sing, and I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard of this song before. Rejoice, rejoice, O Christian. Lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujahs to Jesus Christ the King. The hope of all who seek Him. The help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good and kind. Say it with me. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. He lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know He lives. He lives within my heart. Oh, it's Sunday morning. It's time to rejoice. The birds are singing. The sun is shining. Shame, guilt, and death has been destroyed. And you and I stand in His presence because we have a renewed hope this morning of forgiveness. We have a hope of mercy. We have a hope of healing and deliverance. See, ladies and gentlemen, there is still a cross that bleeds. There's a tomb that is empty. There is a prayer that still prays. There's a stripe that still heals. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. Jesus Christ is alive forevermore. You see, Jesus told that woman, He said to Mary, He said, he said Oh Mary, don't, don't weep for me. Martha, don't, don't, don't moan for me. You remember what He said to those women? He said, For I am He that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. Oh, Paul said it like this. Oh, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, ladies and gentlemen, do you know why Easter is so important? Because the man who died to give us an experience still lives to continue it. Lots of things have happened in 2,000 years. Lots of things. The day that Jesus was resurrected from the dead, many people didn't even know it. Some people were unmoved, unchanged by that day. As a matter of fact, they went to work, they went to their places of worship, they went to school, and they didn't even realize that the greatest day in history had occurred. And yet today, we stand in this church, and yet there are still thousands today unchanged, unmoved. They don't even know the significance of this day. They haven't experienced that one day. See, there are those 2,000 years ago who did their business not knowing that the greatest day in history had happened. And, and, and it's today. To some people, Easter is just another day. To some people, Easter is just a paid holiday. To some people, Easter is a great day to sleep in. To some, Easter is about colored eggs and Easter baskets and Easter lilies and Easter clothes and 
bunny rabbits, and on and on. But if you are a Christian this morning, if you have Jesus living in you, and you have made Him the Lord of your life, then Easter is just not another day. Today is a day that we commemorate and celebrate the stone has been rolled away. Today we acknowledge that death and the grave has lost its power over you and I. We celebrate today that we have a living Savior to save us. We acknowledge today that we have a living Savior to answer our prayers. That we have a living Savior in the time of our need. I just, I just want you to ponder for a moment. The day that changed everything, I just want you to think about that day over 2,000 years ago, but I want you to think it differently. What if that day never occurred? If Easter never occurred, then, ladies and gentlemen, our preaching would be in vain. Our faith would be in vain. You know, if Easter never happened, those people who have been martyred for the gospel, they done it in vain. It's nothing. If Easter had never happened, then all the time and the effort we give to the church is just blown in the wind. All the time that we've invested has simply been a waste if Easter never occurred. All the energy and time you've invested is all a waste. I mean, I should just shut down this church and go home and find another, do something else with my life because it ain't worth it. The Apostle Paul said that if Christ be not risen, our faith is in vain. That's exactly what he said. The promise of a place of no more sorrow, a place of no more pain, a place of no more death and sickness, it's simply a cruel lie. And preachers have been preaching a lie for over 2,000 years. We have manipulated the hearts of people with some form gibberish, some form of lying. We've manipulated people for 2,000 years if Easter is not true. Martyrs have been burned at the stake. They've been pulled in two by wild horses, eaten alive by lions, boiled in oil, for absolutely no reason if Easter never occurred. As a matter of fact, if Easter never occurred, those 12 disciples, they were beaten, they were imprisoned, they were tortured, they died cruel deaths for absolutely no reason. No reason. This book that we read out of called the Bible is just a pack of lies. People use it to manipulate you. If Easter is not true, if Easter never occurred, if Jesus never did raise from the dead, then you and I are simply believing a lie. 
Our loved ones who we think went to heaven, they're not with the Lord. They are forever entombed six feet beneath the ground with no hope of escape if Easter is not true. The greatest delusion the world has ever known has been preached and propagated in every country if Easter is not true. If this is just a lie, Jesus really didn't raise from the dead. And ladies and gentlemen, we do live in a culture who seem to believe that this book is simply just another book and it's really not true. It's just, if it's not true, then our believing and our faith is in vain. But I believe we got some smart people here this morning. And you know, every intellectual person always has to look at the other side. Would you agree with that? But let me ask you a question. What if it is true? I'm about to shout up in here. What if it's true? I want you to ask the question, what if this message is really true? What if 2.3 billion believers are really not crazy? What if these people we call Christians, they're... There's something to it. These churches, maybe there's something to all of this. It's lasted for 2,000 years. I mean, people have tried to burn the book. People have tried to burn down churches. People have tried to martyr Christians. But yet, it seems like we're still here. Maybe there's something to this thing. No matter how you try to wipe Christianity out, it still grows and it still flourishes. It reminds me what Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock you will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Ladies and gentlemen, what if this thing is true? You know, the Bible says in Acts 4 and verse number 2, and they taught and preached Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Acts chapter 4 and verse number 2. That was the message of the early church, was the resurrection. Acts chapter number 4 and verse number 33. I want you to see this. And with great power, they gave, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, and great grace was upon them all. You see, they had great power. And they preached the resurrection because these early believers understood that the resurrection of Jesus is the hallmark of our faith. It is the foundation of our faith. If you take it away, we have nothing to stand upon. So what are you saying, Pastor? I am saying, ladies and gentlemen, that this is true. It's true. You know why it's true? It's true because truth has lasted for generations. It's true because men and women in this building today have testified that I was sick and He healed me. I was in despair and He gave me hope. I was lost and couldn't find my way and... and uh, he led me in the right way. There are people in this building 
that can raise your hand this morning and say, I may not know everything about this book, and I may not know everything in this book, but I've had an experience in my life that Jesus has changed my life forever. And ladies and gentlemen, there are thousands, if not millions, that will testify today. You ask me how I know he lives. I may not be the smartest person. I may not have degrees behind my name. I may not wear fancy clothes. But I do know that this man called Jesus has changed my life forever. Is there anybody in the building that can wave your hand and say, I can testify my life has been changed because of this man? You see, you see, I got to talk about me. I can't talk about you. And I, I remember when I was, and I've told this story before, but I remember when I was young, I, I remember how the Spirit pulled me to serve Him. My life was changed forever. Because I gave my life to Christ. You see, I'm not asking you to join a church. There are so many people burnt out with church. There are so many people that is sick of church. There's lots of people that's been hurt by the church. And I want to tell you something. There's no perfect church. I promise if you find a perfect church, could you come and find me and tell me about it? Because I would love find out about this perfect church. There is no perfect church. But guess what? God uses imperfect things to accomplish His mission. He uses His imperfect church to accomplish the mission that He has in the world. I am asking you today, would you make that decision to give yourself to Jesus? This day could change your life forever. One day could change your life life forever. You see, it just takes a simple profession of faith. Jesus, I'm sorry. I've messed up. Today, I believe in you, Lord. I believe you really did die. You really was parried. You really will come again. You put your faith in Jesus, guess what? This day could change your life forever. It could change your life forever. In closing, if Easter is not true, then our hope is in vain. Our faith is in vain. Our preaching is in vain. But if it is true today, if Easter is true, then every song we sung this morning wasn't a waste. Your giving wasn't a waste. Preaching is not a waste. Our faith is not a waste. Because ladies and gentlemen, hallelujah, if it's true, it's not a waste. You're preparing yourself for eternity. They took Jesus down from the cross on Good Friday. Three days ago, He wrapped his body in linen cloth, laid it in the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. The Bible says that the angel came, rolled back the stone. And I thought about this story. Why 
Why is there a stone rolled away from the tomb? Couldn't Jesus with all of His power just kick it open? I mean, what's the big deal about rolling a stone over? He, he could have just blew it up like dynamite. The stone has been rolled away so that you and I can look into the tomb today and know that it's empty. And do you know why the tomb is empty? Because He wants you to take all your guilt, all your shame, all your sin, and throw it in the empty tomb and take the lid and put it over it and walk away from it. Walk away from it. I don't know why there's a stone there, but maybe He wants you to throw it all in that empty tomb and put the stone over it. Walk away and know that you don't have to be dictated by your past any longer. You don't have to live according to your past any longer. Today is a new day. Today is Easter. Today is resurrection. Today is a day that your life can be changed for all eternity. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever should believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want to ask you, you make that decision to follow Him? Did you make a decision that I give my life to You, Lord? Lord, 